Word Radio On Demand, 96.1 FM and 900 AM WURD. Streaming live at wordradio.com. You're listening to The Source with Andrea Lawful Sanders on Word Radio. Streaming live on wordradio.com and the Word Radio app. Please start sharing this page to anybody who is willing to listen that, that has children in the Philadelphia School District. Let's figure out how we can support uh, Dr. Naomi Johnson Booker uh, in a conversation that I'm sure uh, some of you are aware of, some of you are not. Dr. Naomi Johnson Booker and Zakia Salhuddin are on today to talk about something very important. Dr. Naomi Johnson Booker is the founder of 2K to 8 Global Leadership Academy Charter Schools, a school organization that prides itself on providing a pristine learning community for Philadelphia's young scholars. Zakia Salhuddin is a grandparent of a student at the Mathematics, Civics, and Science Charter School in Philadelphia, a school that is in danger of the facility closing its doors after 25 years. Today, we're going to talk about Dr. Naomi Johnson Booker's application for a high school and the fate of Mathematics, Civics, and Science Charter School. Good morning to the both of you. How are you? Good morning. How are you? Oh, we're good. Ms. Zakia, how are you? Um, good morning, good Andrea. Morning. We're great. Thank you. Good morning. So, Dr. Johnson Booker, can you get, give us, a, just pretend like we don't know how to apply for getting a new school, how to get a charter. Can you explain to people what that process is like and where you are in it right now? Right. A charter school is a public school that pe- uh, people can come together and put a plan in place to create a school for citizens and their families in the city. Um, uh, what happens is that a group, and we call them a founding coalition, uh, they submit an application to the School District of Philadelphia on uh, in November, and then it is reviewed and uh, by a hearing officer and the uh, charter office, and then a vote is counted after uh, a certain number of days. Um, and for us, our vote is for February 29th. Uh, we have submitted an application for this is our third one around. Um, and, um, we are, we feel this year that it is a, a stellar application, which has been all along. But once again, you know, we are applying for the children and the families in the city of Philadelphia. Uh, I have been in the district, uh, for a number of years. I served 30 years in the district, finishing up as a school, um, uh, area. Uh, superintendent for a region in the Gratz cluster area. Um, and then I moved out to the charter world and I've been with the charter world for the last uh, 18 years. So I pretty much know what I'm doing when wait, it comes to wait, working on wait, schools. Wait, Dr. Booker, 50 years? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, add it up. <laughs> Black Jesus. Forget 50 years you have dedicated your career to the Philadelphia school system? Yes. Yes, I have. Ma'am, you're going to be my black history fact tomorrow. You just, you, 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 listen, that's a long time to be dedicated to one purpose, our children. Absolutely. Right. So you, you have applied three times for a high school. What happened the first two times? Uh, They voted no. Um, The school district voted no. Um, I don't, I don't know. Um, they had a hearing officer that I just don't think was fair in her reading of the application, but, um, there was a seven to two vote each time. 
there were two board members that have, you know, stuck with us and have looked at the application, but more importantly, have looked at the process and believe that it should have been a yes vote the first two times. Mm-hmm. This time again, going through, there's nine people on the vote, uh, uh, on the board, and I'm hoping that we will get a positive vote this time around. What do you think is different this time around than it was the last two times? Well, I think that, you know, the ballot bar report, which I'm sure you're aware of. I am very um, aware. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that it has an impact on the direction that uh, the school district is moving in. Mm-hmm. I also think that the fact that there is now a school out there where several hundred children don't have anywhere to go. And I am offering, I'm the only one who applied for a charter, who boldly applied for a charter this year. Um, and um, I think that the, the district uh, is trying to figure out what to do with those young people. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I have a strong base of community support, as well as parents, uh, as well as uh, politicians and community that way. We have over 700 people that have pre-enrolled for this high school. Wait, uh, without knowing if you're going to get it, 700 people have- unseen. That, yeah. They don't even know where the building really is. They have not mm-hmm. seen it or anything. Um, I believe it's based on my reputation mm-hmm. uh, because they don't know nothing, you know, but mm-hmm. 700 people have applied, including a large number from um, math, civics and science. Science, yes. I, I, I was in your building, Global Leadership Academy on Gerard Avenue once. My God, I need to come back in. I was in there for an event. I walked in and I was like, well, Black Jesus, these children are really <laughs> getting a solid education. I need to come back and visit. So I would love to come and do a site visit Please, one day. Come uh, back just to see for myself. Then. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, Zakia, yes, tell ma- us your story, madam. Yes, hi. Um, thank you. I am a, as you stated, I am a grandparent of a student at the Mathematics, Civics, and Sciences Charter School. Mm-hmm. And in when the school year started, we started hearing rumblings in September that the school may be closing. Mm-hmm. And then on in October, just to give you a little timeline, and in October, beginning of October, we received um, a letter from Mrs. Joyner stating that the school was going to close because she only received a one-year charter. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, at her October parents meeting, all the parents gathered together um, to voice their opinion. At that time, she never asked for, for our support. And, you know, to go to the district and ask, you know, why she was only given a one year charter. She just mm-hmm. frankly said, I'm closing the school and selling the building. Mm-hmm. So I had to rally all of the parents together mm-hmm. and I began reaching out. I reached out to the, the, the charter school office. I reached out to the school district. I reached out to city council and I reached out to the board of trustees. Mm-hmm. Um, so just to flash forward, um, we've been met with a lot of resistance from the board of trustees, a lot of resistance from the CEO to even sit down and have a conversation. Mm-hmm. The school district, the charter school office, city council, everyone was really, um, supportive and helping us try to solve this problem. And then I, I heard that Dr. Booker, was opening in a high school and she was willing to come in and help save our children. Mm -hmm. And so um, we're 
where we are now, the school district, uh, the charter school office has tried to reach out several times to the board of trustees at mathematics, and they are flatly refusing to even sit down to discuss the possibility of the solution they came up with with transferring the charter over to Global Leadership Academy. So the charter in the building where it currently is to Global Leadership Academy. Correct. Right. Correct. So so the question then becomes for me, which is I'm so glad we're on early. Who owns the building? Does the school district own that building? No. Mrs. Joyner has a nonprofit called Parents United for Better Schools. Mm-hmm. Her nonprofit owns that building. And she is also the CEO and sits on the board of her nonprofit, as well as CEO and sits on the board at Mathematics, Civics and Science. Interesting. Question. If they want to move the charter from, uh, allow Dr. Booker to have the charter and the school district does not own the building. I'm asking you this for a point of reference. Did the school district offer to buy the building from Ms. Joyner? No. Therein lies the rub. It's her building. Like if the school it's district owned the right, if the school district owned the building, they could have been able to say, you know what? Thank you for your service. We can move another charter in there. And, and did they, if they didn't offer to pay her for the building, she can do with the building as she chooses. And that's why I'm saying you own your stuff, right? All right. So, so that's going on. So, Doctor, so Zakia, when you you did all of this, you're a phenomenal parent advocate, by the way. Let me just thank you. you. Absolutely, thank you. You, you are what we're talking about in these Wakanda streets. (laughs) So we really, we absolutely need to have more family like you. And you're out here; they just tend to try to ignore and pretend like you don't exist, right? So where are we now in the process, Ms. Zakia? Where do you, what do you, what do you want to see happen now? After attending several board meetings, and um, in the last board meeting in February, we basically we demanded that the board of trustees live up to their obligation and mm-hmm. looking and supporting the children and looking after their welfare. We ask at the very least that they do their due diligence mm-hmm. and sit down with the board, uh, Philadelphia School District Board, mm-hmm. also sit down with Dr. Booker mm-hmm. and her board and discuss transfer, you know, answer any questions if doctor if they have any concerns about GLA. Mm-hmm. They can talk about that. They they can mm-hmm. talk about the whole process, but they are all flatly refusing. So mm-hmm. at the February uh, board meeting, we, as I said, we demanded that they sit down and that we're going to come back at the March board meeting to see where they stand. Miss Akia, my question then becomes, if this is about the children. Correct. Now, Dr. Booker. If this is about the children, why is it so difficult for us to all sit down and have a conversation about the fate of the children, right? There are children who are going to be waffling out in these streets who have had a steady uh, education for several years. Why is it so difficult for us as adults to sit down and talk about the fate of the children, the children that we say we care about? That is the question that I asked over and over and over again and have gotten no response. Basically, Ms. Joyner is upset and she's made the decision. And it's in my opinion that, you know, the board of trustees has been compromised. And they basically we did. Let me take a step back that we did have two board members at the first board meeting um, in November 
that was the president of the board and the um, treasurer of the board who came out and vocally supported keeping the school open Mm -hmm. and wanted to support the parents. Now, the other four board members have have not even reached, tried to reach out to the parents. We had to force them to come in to these board meetings and to even have a discussion about it. And they still refuse. They just flatly say, you know, no. Okay. Dr. Booker, when you hear this, what comes to mind for you as you think about children who are going to be without a building in a few months, without a school in a few months? Do they think that the children should just be immersed into the other schools across the district after being in one steady place, you know, for so long? What What are your thoughts around this, Dr. Booker? So the first thing is that um, this is about the children, okay? And so it really bothers me with my after having all of my years in this career that we're not concerned what's going to happen to these young people um, who have been in the charter world for most of their educational lives mm-hmm. uh, to be kind of dumped out on the street. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a viable solution. We submitted an application, but our application is for ninth degree. Um, and once again, I've spent a number of days and hours talking to Ms. Joyner uh, over at school, uh, trying to get us to come to a solution wherein we could um, uh, have the children through her charter join the application, which has to be approved. Right. Um, and so uh, it just bothers me that here in this city that that people are not up in arms for a number of issues. And this one is a major one for me. Um, there's so many things along the ways that our parents should be jumping up and not allowing this to just be smoothed over. Like one day it's a big issue and then tomorrow it's not. Um, and that really bothers me because I've been in this fight. I, I went to school in Atlanta, Georgia during the, the time of the late 60s, early 70s. And believe me that um, I would walk with, with um, Dr. King and James. L- listen, I know that battle and you have to keep on doing it. And that's what I'm doing. I'm going to keep on doing it. it. It's like it has to happen for the young people in this city. Our present mayor says she in her is- her main issue is let's provide alternative programs. One school does not fit all provide alternative programs. Here in, in the city, a, 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 a charter school has not been approved in for the last five years. So where what what is what is happening here? Why are you not providing alternative operations when you have schools here, high schools? that are failing the children. We don't and, have and, a large and, and number you're, of children. And you're talking about the Philadelphia School District at this point, right? Yes, they're, yes. they're high schools. And that's why yes. I chose this route. But also my parents begged me because they leave me in eighth grade. Um, and then I have about 70, 65% of my children that leave me who graduate from a Philadelphia School District school. Um, that's not, a, that's there's a 30, 35% group that don't make it. Yeah. In that four year time. And I want to close that gap. And that's mm-hmm. why we want to do this high school mm-hmm. so I can take it from kindergarten to 12th grade. Mm-hmm. Many of my children finish and go on to the best colleges, you know, after they leave the city. But we've had them for eight or nine years prior to them going to high school. I can close that gap of the ones that don't make it. Mm-hmm. Now, 
What happened over time was that this school, a mass civics and science closed. She uh, is closing. And I went to the district in October and said, listen, I've got an application going in. You know, uh, can we do something to try to save those young people? Right. We went over to the school in November. I talked to many of the children. I spent two, three days there pre-enrolling, talking to them. They're excited. We've had community meetings at the school. Mm-hmm. They have come to the company. They are excited about coming. It's a different uh, way of, le- of learning and educating for them. And they're excited to be there. So here you have children who, I mean, what do you do with a 12th grader? Right. I mean, what do you do with an 11th right. grader who only has one? I have an 11th grader. What do you do with them? You thrust them out into a place where many of them will not finished. They're not going to go to one school. They might drop out. They may go to other locations. They're going to be unhappy trying to finish out their years here. That's unfair to them. Absolutely. I mean, she's made her decision and that's how, that's fine. I understand that. But it's unfair to that community for it to happen like this. I do appreciate that. Hold on one second, Sakia. I do appreciate her allowing you to come into the building and try to find other spaces for the children. That That cannot be dismissed. Yes, Ms. Zakia, because, you know, she could have said you can't come into my building. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. So let's, let's you know, let's allow. We, so that's happening. What What are you saying, Zakia? I was I just wanted to add, add on that the children at mathematics. I have an 11th grader who is going into the 12th grade. He's been mm-hmm. there since the third grade. Wow. And so he's the children are emotionally distressed right, right now. We have right. children that are going into th- actually therapy. They've been there since the first grade. My grandson, you know, he's not going to have the opportunity to graduate with his friends, Mm -hmm. you know, attend prom with his friends. He's very disheartened. Yes. So so a stable environment has now become incredibly unstable. Right. No consistency we need. And and with GLA, um, we could have some consistency and some fluidity in the continuing of their education. So like Dr. Booker said, when they move from eighth grade to ninth grade, they're in a similar cultural environment environment, and they understand and they can, they know they have, have leadership that cares, truly cares about them and is willing to help them excel. And that same feeling. So they want to move from one stable environment to another stable environment is what you're saying to me, Mr. Correct. Yes. Yes, and I've been in Dr. Bogus. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Hold on one second, please. You are listening to The Source on WURD, Progressive Black Talk Media, on air and online at wordradio.com. I am Andrea Lawful Sanders. We will be back with the final segment of The Source today, right after these messages. You're listening to The Source with Andrea Lawful Sanders on Word Radio. Streaming live on wordradio.com and the Word Radio app. Welcome back to the final segment of The Source today on WURD, Progressive Black Talk Media, on air and online at wordradio.com. If you're just joining us, I am Andrea Lawful Sanders, your host, Mondays through Fridays from 5 to 7 a.m. Now, I need you all to hear me very clearly as I am wrapping up this conversation with Dr. Naomi Booker and Zakia. Um, uh, Ms. Zakia, this is not about 
anything other than what will happen to these children. I need adults to get themselves and their feelings out of the way and to figure out what will happen to a thousand children who will be out plundering in the streets after years of having consistency, right? So I, I, you know, this is not about the adults getting all up in a bunch about what, what, who said what and who did what. My ultimate goal is what is going to happen to these children? Because if we're going to leave uh, these children floundering and then, you know, we're going to show up somewhere else to help other children in other places. What does that say for the children that you already that are already there waiting for you to be helped? So, Miss Booker, Dr. Booker, tell me this. You have a meeting coming up tomorrow at the school district of Philadelphia Board of Education. Yes. And, and that meeting is to decide whether you will be granted a high school. Correct. Right. Right. OK. What what can we what can we do to support you in that move before you go to the Board of Education tomorrow? So I think for as far as the community and, and people are concerned that we need to uh, contact the school district office, um, the board, rather, uh, Mr. Streeter, et cetera, and flood them with uh, uh, letters or calls regarding opening up this school. Because if they can approve the school that's ninth grade, what they then can do is to provide an amendment to say it can open from nine to twelve. Mm -hmm. Then we don't have to worry about Ms. Joyner and that board because what will happen is that those children will then transfer or or re-enroll back over to us. Okay. And so we're we're done with that that whole issue with, like you said, those people over there and the people, you know, getting in the way of this progress of these children. Okay. That can happen. Tomorrow, if we can have people join us at the school district uh, at four o'clock, it'll probably be from like four to about six or seven. You'll hear speakers, you know, and then they'll probably do the vote, you know. Okay. So that would be the support. We can't let this not happen. I'm serious. And this is not about mm -hmm. the joking. Uh, listen, I could retire on out of here and float into the sunset, but I'm not doing that because this is about the children in the city. Children. Where I devoted my career to um, to make sure that they have a better way. Uh, and I How think the district and I think if we can do that and push it, that. Mr. Street and the board are listening a little more. Yes, I believe I they are. I think that they're, uh, we just want to work collaboratively. And I've said that for exactly. the last 18 years mm -hmm. since I've been mm -hmm. in the district. If we can work together, we can provide the education that's needed for the citizens of these city, of the city. Remember, these young people are the ones who are going to run this city 10, yeah. 15, 20 years from now. And if they're not prepared, what happens to our city? Right. It's unfair. And how can, how can they, how, provide them those tools? How mm -hmm. can they reach out to the board via phone or letters? So there is uh, the school district uh, phone number um, is, uh, uh, let me see, 215-400-4010. Uh, that's the board, uh, directly to the board. And then uh, there's a, the school district link um, is uh, on the website. If you go on the website, you can actually go on the website and you can write a, uh, they have a letter there that you can actually write in a comment. You don't have okay. to write up a letter. You can go in there and then, and there's a link and then you can write, you're a citizen here and you want to support this school for the children okay. in the city. Question. What is the link to the school district? What's the school district website? Um, I would have to get that, but it's school district. You just go and say school district of Philadelphia, Philadelphia and it pops right up. up. Okay. Yep. Um, uh, Diana Montague. 
said, I said, Miss Joyner has saved many of our children at 100%. Nobody is denying that Miss Joyner has done incredible work in the Philadelphia school district. Hear me. I want you all to stop thinking that this is just about, uh, you know, passing blame between adults. What I am saying is, with Ms. Joyner deciding to close that building and walk away, we need to figure out what to do with the young people that are currently there. We cannot just wash our hands and say, well, it's up to you now. Do what you have to do. Because if we claim that we care about, care about the children, then with Dr. Naomi Johnson Booker and this grandparent who has a child that's going into the 12th grade that has been at mathematics, civics, and science since the third grade, we need to figure out what to do about them. This is a clear case of my always saying this. We have to stop talking about, worried about hurt feelings amongst adults and think about the children. I had a group of, a conversation with a group of children yesterday and they said, miss, if they would only just listen to us. So right now, as we are having this conversation, talking about what's going to happen to a thousand children, listen to them and get your egos and your feelings out of the way as adults about what should happen for them and, and, and so that they can continue to get the education that they deserve. Cause guess what? Too often we fail our children because we have hurt feelings, whatever, whatever. And I need yeah. the adults to stop. Stop cold turkey. Listen to what the children want and give the children what they need. Y'all adults can work that stuff out on the sidelines, however you so choose and decide to. But right now, Dr. Naomi Johnson Booker is trying to figure out how she can get access to a high school. She has tried twice. Uh, Global Leadership Academy is a leader in charter schools in this school district. If she's And she has the same kind of environment like mathematics, civics, and science. Let's figure out how to get those children to enroll into her school. She's asking for ninth grade. Let's see if she can get an amendment from the school district to give it up to 12 so that those children coming out of uh, mathematics, civics, and science will have a place to go see how easy that is it's about the children period right. period yeah, yep. end of story yep. and, and so, story. so and, 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 the, and the uh link is um somebody just sent me the link it's www.phila.schooldistrict.org so um i think that you know but if you don't want to do that you just go on and literally just put in fill up the school district and it comes up www.phila sd.org no dot in there sd.org sd sd and then the other thing even for myself if i walk when i walk away or leave gla i've got a succession plan they don't have a succession plan over there because her thing is and this is what she said publicly to everybody no one can do it like her and that's where that ego piece comes in that you just talked about it's not about you yes you've done things over your last 30 years with the district so have I. But it's not about that. It's about the children, those first graders, those third graders that are growing up and came to that school. Parents who came to that school, parents who come to my school uh, wanting to get the best education for their children. And my parents want my children to continue. So my ninth graders, my eighth graders going to ninth grade to continue that process. That is what it is. But if I leave, I got five people deep that can take over GLA and run both of the schools, the one at 46 in Girard and the one at 52nd and Pine, because you have to have a succession plan in order for this to work. Uh, uh, Dr. Naomi Johnson Booker and Ms. Zakia, thank you both so much. This is a live broadcast. I got to get ready for Solomon Jones to come on. I am hoping that as adults, we can pull ourselves out of the way and figure out what's going to happen to these children and create exactly. more warm and clear environments 
for the babies, right? They, we keep yes. talking about yes. how they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing, but we're right. not doing what we're supposed to be we're doing to, be to doing. give them the, the leg up that they need. That's all the conversation I want to have. I don't want to hear about nothing else. Let's talk about these children. So I wish you all very much the success that you need tomorrow. For those of you who can attend, please go to the school board meeting tomorrow from six. Uh, it starts at six o'clock. Four o'clock. Uh, it starts at four. four it starts at four p.m. Right, Miss Akia. Kudos to you, my sister. You have you are so researched. I said, black, <laughs> you are about the business of being about the business as a parent yes, advocate. And so I so appreciate you for joining us today to give us the perspective from inside mathematics, civics, and science about what needs to be done for the. Children. Uh, children. Coming up next is Wake Up With Word with Solomon Jones. You've been listening to Word Radio On Demand. Listen live at 96.1 FM, 900 AM, and online at wordradio.com. 